everyone thanks for joining us for let's talk recovery my name is aaron this is caleb and we're just uh, grateful to be with you guys um today on let's talk recovery uh cedar point church's fastest growing podcast where we are real raw um Relational. relational and sometimes, sometimes irreverent sometimes forgetful sometimes forgetful yeah i don't even know what's going on half the time so that's uh it's no surprise to anyone here no. um but we want to encourage you check us out on social media um facebook instagram wherever you scroll um like share content um even though we clearly don't know what's going on or what we're doing um help us to, to grow this um for at least a few more weeks for some reason yeah help us grow it for some reason yeah i don't know what but yeah i don't know what's going just going on it. what we're doing why we want you to grow we just we just, we need, just growth. need to grow yeah. that's what we do on on the interwebs yeah yeah you grow we just want to feel better about that's ourselves right. and you can help with that that's, really, that's all this is, this is an ego project yeah um <laughs> Well, today, today we're going to talk about living in the light, and uh, we're going to be going through Ephesians uh, 5, just kind of the beginning. Um, this is, uh, Ephesians is a letter that Paul wrote to the church of Ephesus, um, and it's, uh, this particular passage, I mean, it's really kind of a call to action, call to set some things down, call to live differently. Um, but before uh, we get in that, I, I kind of want to talk about the place that we come from, right, um, especially in, in recovery. If we're in a place where we're having to give something up it's because we were um, incredibly selfish and self-centered um, whatever that that may have been in our lives and also we weren't fully bought into this yet um, I know from me personally and I assume that most people are like this I thought um, as somebody who didn't or came to the church later I thought that uh, God was going to take something from me like and he did, but not what I thought. <laughs> but uh, that uh, he was going to withhold um, fun and pleasure and joy, and and all of the great things that I enjoyed um, in this life. And so I'll be honest; like I was on the fence for a long time because I would look at, and part of this is Christians' fault. I mean, one of the things I'd look at is like movies and, and yeah. entertainment. I'm like. Oh man, if I become a Christian, you know, all the entertainment's going to suck, and that's partially true. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> No, it's funny you said that, you know, coming to church later in life as and you're concerned about that as a as a you know, growing up conservative Southern Baptist. I already knew that they were gonna take all that stuff. <laughs> and growing up in a church where you weren't, you know, don't smoke, don't drink, don't dance, don't dance. I was, you know, you you know, drums were questionable yeah. in, in our church. So um, Oh, that's just crazy. That's just crazy. Yeah. But, um, but yes, and definitely, you know, at the time you came to uh Christian entertainment. Um, the stuff that was being produced. And I mean, even some today was, but definitely back then was. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, yeah. Growing up in the 90s. caused more people to fall away from the church, I think. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> look at the stuff that was being put out. and All the, all the subtlety of a two by four to the face. Yeah. <laughs> well, even today, people in the church will like recommend movies to me. And I'm like, oh, that's great. Um, yeah. I might watch that later, knowing full and well that I will never, no. ever watch that. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I am with you, hundred percent. This definitely. You no, know, you should watch this movie. It's really, it's, it's a Christian movie. Oh, yeah. you had me tell you that. Yeah. It's a Christian movie. Yeah, right up into that point. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, you know, the truth of the matter is um, that that's the brokenness of man. <laughs> that's not. That's not God. Yeah. Um, God, um, in fact, does not want to withhold anything from us. And in fact, He has something so much better for us. Um, and so, you know, with this misconception that we have grown up with, I mean, honestly, you know, when you look at, um, Caleb's experience in the church, well, drums and, and dancing were questionable. That's not really a God standard. Right? Yeah. That's, no. um, that's a fundamentalist Baptist. Yeah. 
<laughs> I know there's many a time I'm looking, you know, reading in the you know Old Testament, you know, David danced, you know, yeah. and I'm just like, Mom, why can't I dance? What about this? Well, I definitely wasn't the person <laughs> no, asking yeah. that question, but but still, I was just like, you know, somebody who you know reads it, the Bible, and just goes, you know, does this line up with what this says? Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm very, you know, I'm not looking for some deep you know third tier level you know meaning to them it's like it says right there he did it yeah. why is it bad that we do that you know like that was <laughs> that was always mine but anywho. yeah so we uh however you guys grew up i mean this has probably been one of these things that you've questioned and and i honestly think it is one of the things that it, it keeps so many people from being fully committed to our faith that um making that that next step and so i was in the church for years um and addiction was definitely part of the reason i wasn't fully committed <laughs> Um, <laughs> but the, the other aspect was, again, um, I, I wanted to have fun. You know, I wanted to enjoy the day to day. Um, I wanted to be happy, um, in, in all of this. And so, um, I pursued a lot of things that were pleasurable. Um, I pursued substance abuse. Um, I pursued women. I wasn't married at the time, so I don't think I was cheating on my wife. Um, I was, I was single and, um, and I thought, oh, I'll just have all the fleeting pleasures of women. Um, and I pursued money because money's going to make me happy. Um, and in all of these things, and nothing could be further from the truth, right? And what I did is I filled my life with garbage um, and sin. You know, it's what we know it to be today. It's what I know it to be today. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> all my justification of the past, it really, when it really came down to it, I was just, I was just sinning. And I thought that that was great, that this is somehow some higher meaning to life, um, that uh, I, I'd found something very profound, and um, the only thing I'd found was spiritual death. And again, the truth was God had something better for me. So as I was approaching this new life and, and this new way of living, I had to do something, and I tried for so long to hold on to that and to pursue God. And so I was like, I'm not going to change anything about my lifestyle except for Sunday morning will look a little different. Um, if the church has something going on in the evening, those evenings will look different because I'm going to come and participate then as well. Um, but outside of particular church activities, or, you know, if I, I ran into a church member, you know, Reesers or the liquor store, you know, <laughs> then, <laughs> you know, yeah, I'd act different then too, right. you know. But ran into him at the bar, you know, obviously I couldn't take that one home. Um <laughs> <laughs> maybe you could I yeah <laughs> they're there too uh, so but you know there was these these moments where i'm like all right um i'm gonna give i'm gonna give god everything about these few hours of the week yeah um and then so moving forward i mean i remember like crying out to god in different times and um and just wondering like god why aren't, why aren't you moving um it caused me to even question faith further. Mm. You know, it's like, well, if this is real, God, why aren't you dealing with this uh, obscene thing in my life as I'm not committed to you in any way whatsoever? Right. Yeah. <laughs> wow, why have you forsaken me? <laughs> That's right. I'm not trying. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm all out of ideas. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, and it wasn't until I realized, oh, all right. So God is like, I mean, and just imagine, you know, I've got my coffee cup here. You know, if you're listening to the audio, you can't see it. And it's it's full it's full of coffee right now because I've been slamming this uh, this energy drink over here instead of drinking my coffee. But if I wanted to put something else in here right now, um, I would have to take some of the coffee out, you know. Mm -hmm. And I drink black coffee, but it's pretty much filled to the brim right now. But let's say I wanted to add creamer 
Well, it wouldn't really do me a whole lot of good until I empty some of it out. Um, and that, and that, that was my life, right? God's like, um, hey, stupid, <laughs> I'm trying to put some things in you, but you will not uh, let go of anything, right? You won't relent. You won't repent. Yeah. Um, and so there's no room for me. So until you make room for me, um, there's really nothing I can do here. So, yeah, you know, and there's nothing outside of the drugs. There's, you know, Aaron's experience is not very unique to, you know, the, the church in general today. Right? Unfortunately, just, even with the drugs, it's not that unique. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, for some people, yeah, we still, especially here in Oklahoma, I mean, yeah, with it's, that. it's, it's legal. Yeah. It's yeah. medicinal. Um, but you know what I'm um, there's so many of us that, you know, like I said, even if you don't, um, you didn't come from drugs and alcohol or, you know, some sort of chemical addiction background, that um, there's so much stuff that we allow to dominate our lives and that when we come into the faith or, or, you know, maybe like me, you grew up in the faith, but you've never really understood it and um, put God in the place in your life where it should be. You're, you're doing the same things that Aaron's talking about here. It's like, well, you know, I, I've, I'll, I'll squeeze God in where I can get him, <clears throat> but, you know, it, I'm not going to, I really enjoy doing these things. And, and if I'm afraid if I commit fully, I'm going to lose this. Yeah. And so, so we never give up those things that we really love um, out of fear that we would have, you know, that God's going to take him from us. And that's not necessarily the case, you know, obviously the, the sin, the sin stuff, yeah. you know, God wants to take that away. But there's, a, like I said, there's plenty of things that we do, you know, that get in the way of us serving or, um, like I said, um, you know, following or connecting with God that, that, aren't necessarily bad in and of, of themselves, but we won't give them away because we don't want them taken away. Yeah, thing, I think you know a I mean? great example that a lot of people can relate with, um, and this was one for me, um, I slept around a lot. It, I didn't want God to take away the pleasures of sex from me. Um, and the truth of the matter is that sex in the confines of marriage with a woman who's my wife that we're fully committed to God is far better yeah. um, in, in every way, right? And so that's one that so many people um, want to hold on to. It's like, mm -hmm. I can't be fully committed here because God's approved. <laughs> it's yeah. like, well, no, God yeah. created yeah. that, actually. Yeah. There's a better version that you get to experience over here. Um, and that's probably one of the most common ones that I think I yeah. see in the church today. Um, and it's just like, no, you're you're totally, totally off base here. Yeah. Um, and um, it's like, this, it's, it's actually better. So it's not that he's taking it away. He's... Um, wanting to give you the, the pure version that's um again better at every turn right yeah I and mean, that's that's that is a very good that's a very good example because you know um we've talked about it before i'm pretty sure but you know um and and that is very common especially with young men because obviously guys are guys and yeah. young guys are testosterone even, yeah <laughs> way more testosterone you know they're really surgeon and so that's all they're thinking with uh, unfortunately you're thinking about and um and they think you know oh i just you know i'm you know, I've got to conquest as many women as possible. And yeah. that's, that's the, the, the true, you know, journey to happiness. And, um, but then they find out that, that that's not, and they think it is because they don't know any better. And, um, like, so we, 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 what we've talked about before is that study after study has shown that, um, that people in, uh, you know, religious, religious people in monogamous relationships have, sex more often they're more happy with their sex lives i mean like every every metric you could you know around that that particular area is better in the context of a, of a, a faith yeah. a, you know based marriage yeah every metric measured outside of the church like people who don't yeah buy into the church yeah all those <laughs> things that those guys are seeking you know that 
it's better. It's like I said, it's study after study shows, you know, objective measurements show that it's better in the context of marriage, which yeah. is what God designed it for. So, yeah. So we have to, we have to arrive at this place where we, we are fully committed. Um, and we begin to empty ourselves out of, of worldly things, worldly desires, right? All the sin, sin nature and, um, and habits and, and all that that we've created. And there's a, there's a call to a different life. That That's what, Christianity is all about um, is is that that call to another life. It's not a just to get out of hell free card. Um, it's it's not just about uh, eternity in heaven. There's actually changes. It's supposed to take place now, you know, yeah, immediately, right. um, ongoing um, past this. And so uh, Ephesians five, um, the first twenty verses, um, it's it's one of my favorite. I've taught on it several times. Um, if you happen to be at our our live free men's house this past Sunday. You heard me teach on this, and um, and it starts with this. Um, the the first two words are so powerful to me. Um, we'll go with the first. Well, the first two. Uh, it's imitate God, imitate God. Um, so <laughs> um, I I ask the the guys this, and I every time I teach on this, I I ask people just to, to like reflect your life. Um, if, are you imitating God? I mean, what are the areas that you can say? And this is me imitating God. Um, and the truth of the matter, typically when we evaluate ourselves from that lens and that standard, um, man, uh, we fall short. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, unless you're, you know, imitating, you know, some angry, uh, vengeful God. I mean, I imitate that God, <laughs> yeah. um, whoever he may be uh, <laughs> quite well. I keep trying uh, to create my own world with <laughs> humans on it, but I'm not successful. Yeah. Uh, so it's imitate God, and then it goes on, therefore... <clears throat> in everything you do because you are his dear children um and verse one i mean it's just this is crazy to me um to think that that's the call now god's not gonna i mean he's calling us to something because this this is better and so when it comes to sex life children marriage job um the way that we uh, care for our bodies it's um we're we're supposed we're we've got this um, call to imitate God. And then when we talk about the image of God, all right, so we're going to imitate God. What does God look like? We've, we've said this several times. It's Jesus, right? Jesus is the visible image um, <clears throat> of God, and we're called to be image bearers and, and to imitate God. And so, therefore, we, we need to look like Jesus in everything that we do uh, because we are his dear, dear, uh, dear children. <laughs> dear children, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, and that is the thing that you, you like you said, um, we imitate God because we're created in the image of God, and we're created in the image of God, and that we're we're separate from the animals, and <clears throat> um, you know God did that in creation, and, and w what makes us different is that we you know we're aware, we have self consciousness, we we actually ponder the you know is this right or is this wrong right? Yeah. You know, the animals don't do that; they just they just do. Yeah, you know they just operate that way, and and so we have God gave us agency and a choice, a choice to do the right thing or the wrong thing, because. You know, that's if we, we want to get philosophical here when we talk about, um, you know, God sending people to hell or not. You know, it's like, well, no, we choose to do those things because God wants us to love. Right. And so in order to love, we have to be able to choose that. We can't be forced. You can't force somebody to love you. Um, and God does not force us to love him. And so it all starts there with with us making the choice to either follow and love god or to follow and love ourselves because yeah. that's the two things that we have basically we worship right is you know god 
person who created us or us who, you know, and that, and that self-love comes in whatever form. It may be, you know, objects or things or, you know, we, we make idols out of anything. If we take God out of it, then we're going to make, you know, we're going to find something else to worship. And so, um, so yeah, so, so to imitate God, we have to make that choice. We have to choose to do the right thing, to live a, a life of righteousness, to, you know, um, try to love, do our best to love others. Um, like Jesus loved others. I'm working on it, but, uh, <laughs> um, um, but yeah, so, so, so that is, I mean, in, is, is easy, you know, it's one of those things where it sounds simple, but it's not easy, right? No. Imitate God, just, just, yeah, just do it. Just That's do all it. you gotta do. Yeah, just Paul's, uh, Paul's very direct and just, <laughs> man, a few words. Um, but, but that is the call. And, um, and it goes on, it says, uh, and Caleb touched on this, live a life filled with love, following the example of Christ, right? He loved us and offered himself as a sacrifice for us. Um, a pleasing aroma to God. So we're going to imitate God. We imitate God through the way that we love. We've said this several times um, in the last uh, couple months. Um, and when we talk about love, it's not um, <clears throat> love that defines God, but God that defines love, right? And that's, so we love people. We are imitating God because God is love, but he's, he's defined that for us. It goes on in verse 3. It says, Let there be no sexual immorality, impurity, or greed among you. Such sins have no place among God's people. Obscene stories, foolish talk, and coarse jokes, these are not for you. Uh, Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Uh, <laughs> when I was teaching on this the other day, I was like, man, I mean, it, and it convicts me because, um, I mean, there's the big stuff. Like, it, sometimes I, I get... Uh, I can get arrogant because I'm like, well, I've got the big things under control, right? I'm not an adulterer. I'm not um, yeah, substance right. abuse anymore. Um, I, you know, I, I talk about Christ to people. I evangelize. I mean, I've, I've got it together. And then, you know, the more I study God's word, I'm like, man, I'm such a sinful piece of crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, and, you know, the thing that I think about, um, even in this back thing is, uh, it's like, man, how many, how many memes do I send people privately? Yep. Because I can't post them publicly because I know that they're they're wrong and somehow sending them privately makes it better. Uh, but they're still funny. <laughs> they're so funny. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's like here, it's like uh, these are not for you. What a <laughs> – Yeah. I, I, I mean, I love Paul. And, you know, it's just I love God's word because it's just like, again, this was written almost 2,000 years ago. Yeah. And here, here Paul is like – still addressing things it to you <laughs> yeah that's uh he didn't know about instagram <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know and, and reels and stories and memes um <clears throat> how far we would carry it but he's like obscene stories full of shock and coarse jokes these are not for you and uh so i just think man apparently instagram reels are they're not for me they're <laughs> it's it's hard it's hard, but that's that's the call, and you know we convince ourselves, oh man, I just uh, I guess nothing's gonna be funny anymore. God wants to steal all the humor from me, and I guess I'm just gonna sit here as a dullard. Um, but no, I mean there's something better there. He's, yeah. He has something better. Otherwise, he wouldn't call us to set it down. That, that's the thing. There's no, there's no place <clears throat> that he's trying to remove something from our life to diminish the quality of our life. It's always to improve it. And so if he says something, no matter how much it convicts you or you want to disagree with it, and trust me, this is one of those things in the Bible that me for sure, and I'm pretty sure Caleb are like, yeah, that's, that's hard. That's hard. I don't know. I don't know. 
what am I going to do with my time? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, that's the truth. You know, and, and <clears throat> what you said at the very beginning is that we, uh, and this is, again, one of those things that's not unique to you, is that as Christians, we, we, we're all guilty of doing this where we put these, you know, sins into different tiers, right? Yeah. We have like, well, the, you know, adultery and the, you know, um, you know, taking other gods before, you know, before, you know, I'm not worshiping Baal or whatever. You know, I mean, like, th- there's those things that we're like, oh, those are really obvious sins, and, and, and you know, I don't do those, so I'm, I'm doing pretty good. But we, you know, and then we have what we had, you know, the second level or the third level, well, you know, I do gossip from time, but that's not that bad. You know, I'm yeah. not committing murder, right? So, so at least that's you know. But all sin is is you know is against God, and it all sin puts us apart from God and separates us from God. And regardless of of, of what level we consider it to be, and so yes, and so we read these things and we're like, well, that's not that bad, you know, and um, and we think <coughs> we got it together, but but that's not. That's what we're called to be. And yes, as we read these things, I know for, for both of us, because um, if you can't tell from if you've listened to our podcast for more than 10 minutes, two yeah. episodes, um, <coughs> we, we do have a, a little bit of a, a reverency about us in that in yeah. our inner humor. Um, one, his background two my background, you know, the military, we have what we call, you know, gallows humor. You just kind of, you know, there's nothing that's not funny or that can't be made fun of yeah. and because, you know, what you're kind of around and, um, and so, yes, and then we read these things, and you're like, oh, man. Yeah. I know it's in there. I just don't want to read it because yeah. it makes me feel bad about myself, and, then, <laughs> you know, I shouldn't do that. But, you know, that's the thing. It is that – that is God – it, it comports with the whole theme of, of the Bible, in which God is, you know, there's an honor to his creation and the things that he's made. And so when we are, you know, denigrating it, even for humor, like – that, that is somewhat insulting to, to God and that we, yeah. you know, and so, yes, we, we should do better <laughs> as far as like, you know, but that doesn't mean like there's nothing funny, right? I mean, I, I love uh, watching uh, Tim Hawkins. He's a yeah. Christian comedian and he's actually a good one. Yeah, know? he does a good job. Um, and, and, you know, there's, there's, there's all sorts of humor out there that, you know, in a, in a, in a way that's, not like I said, you know, derogatory or at somebody else's expense, sort of thing. And so, it is possible to to do those kinds of things. But yes, it is. <laughs> it's just a choice to have to, you know, you know, is this uplifting or is this honoring, honoring God in this situation? And and so, um, that's all that to say that you know, one thing again, we all all struggle with, and that we all need to do better with is that this this idea of like there's levels of sin. You know, like, well, as long as I don't do these, the bad, the big ones, then I'm okay to do these other ones. And that's not what God calls us to do. You yeah. Know? And, and Paul is very, very always frank with that. And, yeah. and Ephesians is one of his more uplifting ones. <laughs> <laughs> and, and this is what we get. I was reading, was it Second uh, Corinthians? And he's always going after the church in Corinth. And I love this passage. I just read it. And he's like, <clears throat> I've done everything for you. And, you know, talking, listen to all these things that he's done for the church at Corinth. And he's like, the one thing I haven't done is become a f- financial burden to you. Yeah. It's <laughs> just like, way to go, Paul. Way to, yeah. way to toot your own horn. He's like, and I'm, and I'm still not going to do it. Um, but <clears throat> I could, you know, kind of, that's yeah. what he's saying in his, in his letters. But Paul's always uh, entertaining to read. <laughs> so it is. 
Yeah, yeah, and Ephesians wasn't to, to chastise Ephesus. Um, yeah. In that regard, he's still just like, <laughs> um, but it then goes on. It says, instead, let there be thankfulness. So, you know, push out these things. Um, instead, let there be thankfulness to God. Um, it goes on. It says, you can be sure that no immoral, impure, or greedy person will inherit the kingdom of Christ and of God. For a greedy person is an idolater, worshiping the things of this world. And so <clears throat> it's uh, such a stark contrast and. You know, typically when I, I teach on this uh, passage, I'll, I'll point out the fact that, you know, God's word's clear, like, you know, the road to hell is wide, <laughs> right? And we think, so often we think that we're not on it, <clears throat> and and hopefully we're not, you know, that's kind of the goal. So. Yeah. Um, but we, and at the same time, we think that the, the highway to heaven and God's um, presence is wide, um, and God's word's like that. It's actually narrow, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so we've got like the super highway over here, um, and then you know think about the the back single lane country road that anytime somebody's going the opposite direction, you got to pull on into the ditch and hope that it doesn't drop off and just suck your whole vehicle in. You know, it's that that's the road to heaven, and we've kind of got these switched, right? It's like yeah, there's this narrow path to hell. Um, most everybody is as long as I don't kill anybody. Yeah, most everybody's going to heaven, um, so I can continue to to live how I want, do the things that I want. I don't really need to make Jesus Lord of all, um, just some. And yeah, like Caleb said, I, I didn't kill anybody. I mean, and you know, he's a good God, and I was a good person. You know, even though the Bible said there's no good people, but you know, I was a good person. Right. You know? Yeah, <laughs> everybody's a good person to themselves. We all think we're good yeah. people. Um, and I mean, here, I mean, again, it's like, I mean, I wasn't Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> so we always use that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I didn't kill 6 million people. Yeah. So it could have been worse. I'm not bad. Um, <laughs> it, could, anyway. it was a Pol Pot. It could have been Pol Pot. Yeah. yeah. I know. I don't know why we use Hitler anymore. Anyway. It's like, like in, as far as, as, far as genocides you know, go. Yeah. As far as numbers of people go, it's like, you know, I mean, Stalin did way worse. Pol Pot did way worse. But yeah. anyway. Um, I digress. Yeah. 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 Now everyone's really like, hey, you like Hitler? And like, no, yeah. no, no. We're just, <laughs> really, he was terrible too. Yeah. He was, they were all terrible. Luckily, we're not big enough for anybody to care about. Yeah. Um, but again, it's like you can be sure no immoral, no immoral, impure, greedy person will inherit the kingdom of Christ and of God. For a greedy person is an idolater worshiping things of this world. It says, don't be fooled by those who try to excuse these sins. For the anger of God will fall on all who disobey him. And again, let me talk about another passage of heavy conviction. Um, I, I seriously doubt I'm the only one in this that makes excuses for the things that I do that I know to be wrong. Um, like I said, going back to the the coarse jokes and foolish mm. talk, obscene stories. Um, how, how many times have I justified those? Um, I, you know, if, have fallen back into a place where I'm struggling with language again as far as um, cursing. And, and part of that was me making excuses for reaching a certain group of people in my mind. And so I justified it in my mind, which then became a justification in my heart, um, which then became habitual in a way that I'm struggling to break it again. Um, and, and it's because of this that I excused it in my life. And that excuse is, is led to a massive problem. You need to tell Janelle to stop talking like that at home. Yeah, well, She's a negative be, influence on you. It does start there, for <laughs> sure. Um, 
she uh yeah she's Cusses very like a sailor I'm yeah the very verbally abusive and <laughs> <laughs> yep no um but uh <laughs> we, we all do that yeah absolutely like so, uh, especially like humor um yeah. I'm, I'm one way i very much do that um I, I i'm just like you know what i'm just gonna be irreverent in my humor and that's just the way i am <laughs> That's I'm, the way God made me. Yeah, I'll, that's yeah, right. God that. made. I'm just living up my yeah. truth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and that is, you know, we joke about it, but that is the struggle today with, uh, you know, progressive Christianity. Is we take these and progressive Christianity takes these things out that we don't like. They, you know, oh, well, these things aren't that bad, and no. and I don't like them, so <clears> I'm just not going to follow that, or I'm not going to feel conviction about these things. And it's like, no, this is God calls us the totality of us to Him. Not parts of us, not the parts that we want to, well, I can give, you know, I kind of talked about at the beginning, well, I can give up this hour of time for God on a Sunday or, or, you know, I can give up the, uh, well, I'll, you know, I, I solemnly swear never to murder because, you know, God calls me not to murder. I wasn't going to do it anyway, but now I'm, I'm promising God I'm not going to do it, you know? Yeah. And so then we act like, I'm but, a saint, I mean, yeah. I'm a saint, you know, I'm following him because I'm, I'm, I'm following this one edict that he has for us. But I'm not going to give over these other things because I just like dank memes way too much, you know. So, um, you know, and that's that's progressive Christianity, and that's not what that's not what that's not what Paul's talking about here. That's not Christianity, the Bible. Um, that's not what we're called to do. We're called to be better than that, and it is hard, and that's why the road is narrow because yeah. it's hard. Yeah. It, it's it's easy to follow everything that we feel in the moment like the animals do yeah right that's but we're called to be different because we're created you know bring us back to the beginning we're created in the image of god that's what makes us different is to not follow every animalistic instinct that we have um and that's what makes us more like him yeah it goes on it says don't participate in these and the things that these people do for once you were full of darkness but now you have the light of the lord to live as people of the light for this light will uh, within you produces only what is good and right and true. And so Paul begins to say, hey, listen, I, I know this is where you came from, um, and I know that you were subject to this, but again, this this falls into uh, falls in contrast to what Caleb was just talking about again with the progressive Christianity that um, we we actually, as, as children of God, right, We've if we're indwelled with the Holy Spirit, to actually have the ability and power within us through him um, to begin to overcome these things in our lives. And so he's saying, don't do not do that. Don't participate here. Um, I get you were once that way, but no longer. Um, live as people of light, for this light within you produces only what is good and right and true. So follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. And um, what God wants you to do, has called you to do, enabled you to do, empowered you to do. No longer be a victim to your sinful nature and the flesh and into this world, um, but be a champion. Like Christ said, man, um, uh, take heart. I've overcome the world, and and then we're seated with him. We're heirs with Christ. We're dwelled with what he's given us, and he's empowered us to do the same. <clears throat> you got anything on that? No. No. So it goes on. It says, carefully determine what pleases the Lord. Uh, I, I just one of those things, like uh, <laughs> I uh, – Again, when I teach on this, this is a, a moment of pause because I look at all the decisions I make throughout the day and how um, rarely I sit and think, does this please God? I mean, and it's one of those things, really every aspect of our life, this again should be the lens. You know, we go back, imitate God, therefore, in everything you do. And then we'll jump down to verse 10. 
carefully determine what pleases the Lord. That if we're going to imitate God in everything that we do, we must determine what pleases the Lord. And I just don't. The way that I talk with people, deal with people, um, I uh, especially in moments of frustration, my first instinct is I'm going to be right. I'm going to show you that you're wrong. I hope that you cry so you know how wrong you were. Um, and then later on, I feel convicted. And I'm like, I didn't please God. I got to go back and apologize because I'm I was wrong. Um, but that's not I was what we're wrong in making you cry. But I'm still right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but just all of these different areas, you know, with the finances. What, what's going to please the God with the way well, God, not the God, <laughs> or, one of them. Yeah, one, one of those gods. What's going to um, What's going to please God uh, with the way that I, you know, handle my finances, that handle my wife, my children, my job, my work ethic. You know, if my boss has told me to do something, um, God's word says do it as if you're doing it unto the Lord. Right. So it's going to please God if I work efficiently and effectively, even if I don't like him. And, say, but what about if my <laughs> boss is a loser and a jerk? Yeah, well, or... listen, I have that struggle. No. <laughs> we both do. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. Um, <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. Rick, if you're listening, which you're not, He's we're not. sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, um, but yeah, carefully determine what pleases the Lord. Take no part in the worthless deeds of evil and darkness. Instead, expose them. It is shameful to even talk about the things that ungodly people do in secret, but their evil intentions will be exposed when the light shines on them, for the light makes everything visible. This is why it's said, awake, O sleeper, rise from the dead, and Christ will give you light. And so this last part, you know, it's like, so... Determine what pleases the Lord. Take no part in worthless deeds of evil. Instead, expose them. Somebody asked me um, Sunday night, it's like, well, how do we expose them? You know, do we, you know, they didn't say this, but Post it on Facebook. yeah, do we, do we ridicule them? Um, do we shout at them from the streets? Do we burst into, you know, the bars and tell everyone that they're going to hell? And That's a very effective event. Yeah, um, those are all really effective. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I'm sure those are really great ways. But we could we could look at, you know, the life of Jesus. <laughs> yeah. You know, maybe as we imitate God. and um, But it's, you know, expose them. Um, it's really by the way that we live. You know, at the beginning of John, um, it talks about how, you know, Jesus is the light and darkness can never extinguish it. And so here again, we have in Ephesians talking about the light. It's really just by the way that we live. Um, you know, if we live in a way that's godly, it'll bring contrast to darkness and evil. Um, let's say everybody's doing what's immoral. Then there's no contrast. Well, how do you pick out the immoral thing? without seeing the the other right the light and say so see if somebody was raised in an environment where everything's just wrong well that's all they know so again how do they what do they set their moral compass to um so then if we introduce light in that situation it brings about contrast where people can see well, clearly they're not right i mean i can see that the way that they carry themselves the way that they deal with relationships the way that they do all of these things that's righteous and godly, right? It just, it overcomes darkness by default. Yeah. You know, I think this is the uh, the thing that we, you know, when you read about Jesus and trying to understand Jesus as um, God in the flesh and, and, you know, as a human, he communed all the time with God, right? We had completely had that connection with God until the moment on the cross where, you know, he takes on our sins. And... Um, you know, and, and we're always trying to understand that and, and to get to that level as Christians, uh, to, to imitate Christ. And, and this is the part that I think that we, 
you know, this is where we miss it. And everything that God, everything that Jesus did, it was to honor God. It was to please God. It was to fulfill God's will. And in, in his, you know, how he treated others, how, you know, his, his, his take on humor. I mean, all the yeah. things, every, every aspect of his life, like Aaron was talking about, do we, a, do we ask, you know, would this make God happy? And, and, and Jesus did that. And, and that's, you know, and because of that, he was able to live completely in, like I said, that kind of communion with God while he was here on this earth. And, um, you know, and this is why a lot of us struggle with, you know, what, where, where is God? Why don't I feel God's presence? Why, because we, because this, you know, it's, yeah, we're not going around killing people, but we're, we're still not, you know, giving up this stuff, you know, all this other, you know, these quote unquote little things that maybe don't you know, kind of register on our radar because we're not aware, maybe we're not actively, you know, seeking his, you know, is, is this, we're not like Aaron was talking about, we're not asking ourselves that question. Does this make God happy? Cause we just do it. We just either, it may not even be intentional. We may just be apathetic towards, <clears throat> excuse me, that part of our life. We're like, well, I, you know, I give the big things here to God, but you know, yeah, I'm not, I'm not asking about my, you know, my kids and what they're doing with their time. And, you know, as, <clears throat> as I sign them up for the 17th, different school activity for them to do. I'm like, God, is this, you know, is this, you know, it, I'm, I'm dedicating these kids to you. Does this make you happy? Is this a good use of our time? Is there something yeah. we could do better? So there's so many of those different little small areas of our lives. I think that we, like we're talking about that we all just kind of maybe overlook either intentionally or unintentionally that continue to keep that separation between us and God and, and, uh, keep us from growing and becoming more Christ-like, um, and, and, and we kind of miss that the big picture kind of thing. Yeah, <clears throat> we do. Um, and it goes on as we're wrapping this up. It says, so be careful how you live, right? Um, because we're, we're called to expose darkness, right? We're called to, um, to be a contrast. You know, when we go back to, you know, don't have uh, coarse jokes, obscene language, all of that. You know, there's a there's a term that even I knew outside of the church growing up, but it was losing your witness. Right? If you just act like the world... Well, then there's there's no contrast. You've lost the opportunity um, to, to bring about light to that situation. You've, you've lost your ability to witness to those around you, right, to be the visible image of an invisible God. Um, so it says, so be careful how you live. Don't live like fools, but like those who are wise. Make the most of every opportunity in these evil days. Don't act thoughtlessly, but understand what the Lord wants you to do. Don't be drunk with wine, because that will ruin your life. Instead, be filled with the Holy Spirit. Um, I will go back to, to 18. A lot of people still um, want to argue. I've, I've come, ran into so many people. They try to say that that means something different, um, you know, but it's just like, no, it's just don't be inebriated. Um, <laughs> whether that's your medical card um, or, or alcohol or, or heroin or, or meth, um, just don't be inebriated. Don't be witnessing <laughs> under the influence. Um, don't be living <laughs> under the influence. Yeah. <laughs> um, instead, be filled with the Holy Spirit, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs among yourself, and making music to the Lord in your hearts, and give thanks for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And so, I mean, it really just wraps up with this. Uh, I mean, you're, we're called to live differently. We are called to be a contrast in an evil, broken world. Um, our marriages should look different. Our finances, our children, the way we parent, the way that we work. Um, people should know there's something about you in your workplace. They, they shouldn't have to question it. And I'm not saying you need to be in there preaching to everybody, right. but just the way that you carry yourself. Actually, 
I actually encourage you not to go around um, being overly spiritual about everything because it it doesn't really draw anybody in. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, I I live in a way that people know that I'm a Christian. It's clear. Um, I talk about the things of God, um, but at the same time, I'm I realize that we still live in this world too. Yeah. So. No, it's I, that was always something when I had my business, my office. I um, I was intentionally not putting up. You know, I wasn't going to play twenty four seven Christian music and you know put up a bunch of Thomas Kincaid photos and scriptures <laughs> on the walls because it was like you know if people can't if I have to because I always in my experience you walk into a business like that they're like putting it and like okay you're trying really hard to convince me that you're yeah. Christian and it's like if you're having to do that much work on the outside on these superficial scandalous. things yeah you're probably struggling and so that was always my thing it was like I'm gonna you know I'm, I'm gonna not put anything out as far as you know an outwardly or superficial appearance of, of being Christian but I, I'm gonna you know make sure I operate my business and, and interact with my patients um, in a way that they should know that yeah. I'm Christian because I mean, and, and that's, that's, a, you know, and that was a standard I put to myself because it's like, cause, cause that's what we're actually called to do. Right. I mean, like if you can't tell by the way I do things that I'm a Christian and I'm not doing things right. Right. You know? And so, um, <clears throat> you know, and I've, most part that, that happened, but, um, yeah, I'll be honest. I have no crucifixes hanging in my home. Yeah. 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 yeah not one picture of Jesus. <laughs> I have no. I have the picture of Jesus with the two kids going across the bridge. With the, and I'm just kidding. I don't <laughs> if you grew up in the '80s, you know exactly which picture I'm talking about because your grandparents, every single one of them, have that. Yeah. My yeah. parents have that picture. My parents have my grandparents' picture of that in storage yeah. right now. As a matter of fact, the uh, the two children crossing the did, the ragged. Did they have bridge. the white Jesus clock? Uh, I'm sure we had a Jesus clock. I'm sure they did. My grand <laughs> my grandmother did for sure. But anywho, yeah. <clears throat> Well, we have we have uh, a handful of um, we have a lot of. Uh, I just is. I just wonder what you know original followers of the way. You know, <laughs> how did people know that they were Christians Actually, without crucifixes hanging everywhere and and pictures of Jesus to, to they, hang? They really didn't want to do that because that would get them killed. Yeah. So, huh. yeah. yeah, but people would still know, right? Yeah, yeah. somehow they lived that out. I don't know. Weird, weird. It's crazy. They had faith without sure a they single put a, Jesus picture. They put a fish on their car. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, oh. and, a, and a Jesus is my co-pilot bumper sticker. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> oh, but uh, uh, so wrapping it up, or uh, um, I mean, the, we, we're called to live different, and that requires that we actually shut down the things inside um, from our past and, and sinful desires and sin nature and all of that. Um, and and begin to, to operate in a way um, that's that's contrast um, by by dark world right to be a light in 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 the darkness so uh, we just want to encourage you again um, don't don't think that you're missing out don't think that God's withholding in every one of these avenues he, he has something better for you right. again God's not going to, to take away to punish you um, because man, Christ has settled all that, right? It was, it was Christians, yeah. it's Christians. Uh, the punishment's been taken care of. Yeah. So he's only looking, actually, to, to give something better. Um, right. you know, everything that God created, he created in, in you know, kind of the pure form in the, the way that he intended it to, and then sin and, and Satan have come in and, and have corrupted those things and tried to make, you know, basically it's the, it's the artificial sweetener of, of the world. You know, yeah. we've come in and, you know, there's the natural 
you know, natural food and things. And then there's, you know, the American food where we've crammed it full of fat and, yeah. t- and it tastes better. And we all thought, oh, this is, it looks better. But it ultimately leads to, you know, early death and destruction of your Nobody body. Nobody likes sweet and Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, um, you know, and that's what that's what Satan has done with it, with everything in the world is that you know we're sold this bill of goods that it's better yeah. this way and the world's way and that's that's a lie and and that by by not doing it that way we're somehow giving up the better and actually what the better is the way that God had created it originally you yeah. know and we're just missing it um, because we're just like I said we're sold the sweetness <laughs> and not the, yeah. you know without understanding that that ultimately is going to lead to uh, to death so. Yeah. So, well, we hope you're encouraged by today's message and not just feeling like trash because you passed too many inappropriate memes. Um, <laughs> hey, but we're still not killing people. That's, that's what matters. Uh, if you have any questions or concerns, reach out to us at 918-283-2221. You can email us at info at cedarpoint.church. Uh, but we are grateful for you guys. So thank you so much for joining us today, and we will see you right back here next week.